The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Welcome to Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Ray Sean Blyden. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can call 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. Monday, Monday, usually I am playing the Monday blues, but have you heard the intro song? It was a more upbeat song. That's because it's not your typical Monday. I'm not back to work. I got the day off finally to myself. And hopefully I can get some things done. Like, yes, I'm sick of these damn recalls from my 2017. There's always some recall. So hopefully I can get in there, get that done. But if not, that's okay too. So what is in the news? I'm going to be talking about, what am I going to be talking about? Besides the news, you know, I didn't really have um, something that I specifically want to talk about today. So how about we play it by air and see where it goes? Oh, Mr. Blighton, no, 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 you can't do that. You've got to have a perfect plan. Well, life isn't perfect, okay? Here I am. Here I am talking to you. So, huh. Boy, I really needed this long three-day weekend. It was a godsend, I got to tell you. I am so sick of these 18 to two works 20 hours or 22 hours a day. Tell me who. It's not fun, let me tell you. It drains the body like you cannot believe. And I hate chipping my tooth. I chip my tooth by biting my nails. And I don't know why I bite my nails. It's not always because I'm nervous. Sometimes it's just out of the habit. I just chip away and bite, bite, bite. I don't know why, but it's done. I do it, and it's dumb, dumb, dumb. So... Let us proceed with the new... You know... They always have to make things about race. Why? Why? So what? Black actors win all Emmy guest categories for the first time. So what? Whoop-dee-doo. Who cares? Uh, no one watches the Emmys now anyway. I know the ratings keeps going down the tubes anyway. So who cares if you're white, yellow, black, or purple? Who cares? Huh? Who cares? For the first time, Emmy history is made. Yay, the trophies for all four guest actor categories went to African-American performers. Yay! So what? Tiffany Haddish won Best Guest Actress 
in a comedy hosting Saturday Night Live. Ron Jones won Best Guest Actor in a Drama. What's this? Samara Willie or whatever, I don't care. One best uh, guest actress in the drama for the Hand of Me Tales and Cat Williams. He's still around? I thought he was in jail. He was some kind of pimp. Anyway, Cat Williams won best guest actor in a comedy for Atlanta. I thought he was still in jail, whatever. I guess I'm way behind times. Both Jones and Willie had been nominated previously, while Williams and Hattis won in their first year being nominated. Who cares? The wins come amidst a larger push for diversity. Ooh, yay, diversity. I got some diversity nuts for your mouth. All right, I'm done with that story. The hell with you. What else do we have here? What else do we have? What president spooked Pentagon with almost sent tweet to North Korea? What is this all about? What is this? Let's see. Trump spooked Pentagon with almost sent tweet on North Korea. Woodward. Washington AFP. United States President Donald Trump spooked the Pentagon leadership with a tweet that had it been sent, North Korea would have read as a sign as imminent U.S. attack. Journalist Bob Woodwork said in an interview that aired Sunday. Woodwork, whose new book fair? Trump in the White House hits book stores on, you know, I'm not promoting, oh, up, up, take it back. I am not promoting your stupid, wickedy, wickedy, whack, fake ass book. Next, if I had known it was about that, I wouldn't have even said anything. So let's see here. Claim first read. Heifer born in 2,000 years. What is this all about? What is this all about, man? Tell me now. Something in the star. Yay. It's, uh, what is this? Okay, you got, fine. I'm not reading anything from the sun. Give me all these things. Oh, these accept my cookies. What if I don't like cookies? How about accepting my biscuits? These biscuits of <laughs> silly. All right, so divided America challenges ad industry. Speaking of challenging ad industry, I don't know how this fit in, but uh, I am very happy that some colleges are. I'm not usually for boycotts. I really ain't. But if it happens, fine and. This is a well-deserved one because Nike, Nike, they're going with a campaign ad, uh, the "Just Do It" thing, with that, that, uh, that uh, what is called, pencil neck, hating cop hating American flag hating, 
Kaepernick, the punk, he is featured, that kneeling fool, that mother flower. So I'm glad to see that there's some colleges that's absolutely ending contracts with Nike. So um, let's see what this story is about. I'm not sure that this is even about that, but I just had to get that out of my system. I sent them a nasty tweet, basically. I do need a new pair of sneakers. I do need a new pair of sneakers, but Nike is not on the list. Not on the list. That's for damn sure. I really don't understand why they put this punk on there. You're a punk, a thug, Kaepernick pencil, you bastard. New York AFP. Nike's unexpected move this week to feature Colin the Pencil Neck Kaepernick in a major ad campaign met instant condemnation from me as well. In some circles, with critics destroying their Nike grab pro Yes. Pro in protest. Destroying their Nike garb in protest. Yes. The reaction was hardly surprising following boycotts of Dick's Sporting Goods by NRA supporters due to its gun control stance of a Macy's and other stores over carrying Ivanka Trump's now defunct clothing line. There is even precedent within Nike's sector for consumer blowback. I'm one of these consumer blowing back with some consumers burning their New Balance shoes. Uh Uh-oh, New Balance is part of them too? Okay, I won't be buying that either. After a company executive lauded U.S. President Donald Trump's trade policies and Under Armour garment criticism when its chief executive praised Trump. Despite the backlash, Nike's embrace of civil rights... He's not a civil rights activist. He's a punk, a thug. Don't prop him up as a civil rights activist, you freaking mother flowers. Was seen as deepening the brand's appeal to millennials and non-white consumers. I'm, I'm black and I say you're whack. How do you like that? Many marketing experts saw it as a shrewd cost-benefit calculation in a politically divided Trump-era United States. Companies are increasingly willing to lose a few to gain a lot. You, you freaking mother flowers. I'm not, I don't even want to read any more of this story. Yeah, I won't read any more. Screw you, Nike. Screw you, Pencil Kaepernick, dickhead. All right, let's, now I got that on my system. Doctors explore lifting barriers to living organ donation. End of days, uh, no, exorcist. Catholic church sex abuse scandal, demonic, likely to get worse. 
Let's read this. I have to agree with this. I have to agree. Definitely. In a recent interview, a world-renowned exorcist said the same, the sex abuse scandal currently rocking the Catholic Church is demonic in nature and likely to get worse before it gets better. We are in for a long storm, said Father Gary Thomas, the exorcist for the decease of San Jose, California. So, yes, indeed. Indeedy do. Indeedy do. Fine, $17,000. Huh, let's see who is fine. Something to do with Serena Williams here. She, I think she got upset and she lost. She must look, oops, she looks angry. I'm looking at this picture. She looks very angry. Serena Williams fined $17,000 for U.S. Open violations. What's the violation? Let's read this. She looks very pissed. Okay. Serena Williams has been fined a total of $17,000 for three code violations during a U.S. Open and final. The tournament referee's office Sunday docked Williams $10,000 for verbal abuse of chair umpire Carlos Ramos, $4,000 for being warned for coaching, and $3,000 for breaking her racket. <laughs> the money comes out of her prize money of $1.85 million as the runner-up. Williams lost to Naomi Osaka in Saturday's final. Under Article 3, Section P, verbal abuse is defined as a statement about an official opponent, sponsor, spectator, or other person that implies dishonesty or derogatory, insulting, or otherwise abusive. The section says a player is subject to a fine up to 20000 for each violation. There are separate categories for coaching, communications of any kind of audible or vis visible between a player and a coach may be constru construed as coaching and for abuse of rackets or equipment. But what if the racket is yours and you want to break it out of anger? Why can't you? I don't see why you should be fine for that. But anyway, Williams was penalized a point and then a game by chair umpire Carlos Ramos in the final. Williams was cited for the verbal abuse for calling him a thief. Well, so she was she felt she was mad, she was cheated. She thought she was cheated. Don't find her for that. People have emotions. Emotions get hot sometimes. You can't it's, you gotta let the emotions run. So anyway, there is that. I love tennis. I love to play tennis. I'm not in shape like them. She'd probably kick my butt, but uh, it's a fun sport. Kamala given LAPD protection, even when she wasn't in LA. Kamala. I'm not sure who is this. Let's see. Let's dive into this and see what we got. Oh, 
Senator Kamala Harris. Okay, armed plainclothes LAPD officers were dispatched to California cities outside of the Los Angeles at least at least a dozen times to provide security for U.S. Senator Kamala Harris at a public events, media appearances, and parties. So there you have it. California, if you are going... Okay, it's not San Francisco, so I shouldn't sing that song. Okay. Mm, what is this? Why Trump's record trumps media's spin? Okay, what is this all about? Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look and see what this is. Okay. The media is determined to prove that Donald Trump is unfit to be president. By Kristen Witten, whatever that is. My first reaction to the anonymous anti-Trump op-ed in the New York Times was perhaps unusual for a resident of the swamp, which has been so hyper this week. I chuckled, rolled my eyes, and didn't even make it to the end of the article before losing interest. It probably helps that I spent the week in Colorado and Utah where seemingly no one cares. In the conversations in which I have participated or overheard, this subject has come up zero times. Muted televisions in airports and hotel lounges, which still carry CNN and its angry competitors out of habit, are blissfully ignored as life happens. Most people outside the swamp either know what the media is up to or just don't care anymore. I'm one of them. I fall in both categories. I know what they're up to and I don't care. I don't care. Here we go with these motorcycles. I apologize if you heard that. These motorcycles are so damn low. I can't wait to get out of the city. Oh, got that out of my system. Let's continue. As someone who has held appointed positions in two Republican administrations, including the incumbent one, I fall in the former category. I'm quite familiar with the method the media uses to get unattributed, disgruntled junior staff to convey the agenda it desires, which is what's happening here. I'm also familiar with the nature of the administration in which many people who work for the president or work in the White House may have never met the man who sits in the Oval Office and who certainly have never provided or withheld advice or information that matters to government policy. Then there's a little poll here. Do you still support President Trump? Yes. I'm not going to click it right now because I'm doing my show. Next, to the White House sits 
the imposing executive office building across Pennsylvania Avenue from the building is the ugly new executive office building, which is neither new nor executive. It overlooks townhouses surrounding Lafayette Park that provides offices for still more officials. All of these people say they work for the White House all, as all are administratively part of what is known as the executive office of the president. President Trump probably knows the names of about three to four percent of these people. Tops, fewer still provide him advice that matters. Given anonymous citation of foreign policy, venerations of John McCain, and rep repetition of the banal and disproved trope that Trump prefers dealing with autocrats like Vladimir Putin. I'd guess, and it's only a guess, why well, guess, that the disgruntled author comes from the mid-levels of an agency like the State Department or the ranks of staffers at National Security Council. Okay, this is just I'm not going to read anymore. I'm done with it. But you get the gif of it. You get the jiffy, jiffy, jiff. Jiffy, 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 jiffy. Hmm. Mississippi homecoming queen boots game winning extra point. What is this? Let's see. Oh, this is this is uh the that that chick that wants to play. That's I mean that's playing football. It says here. This is in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. It's an AP story. One Mississippi high school senior had to quickly discard her crown after being named homecoming queen and put on a football helmet. Kaylee Foster was crowned homecoming queen of Ocean Springs High School before Friday night's football game. She then put on her football uniform and later kicked the winning extra point to lead her team 13-12 victory over Georgia County High School. So not care. Okay. Uh, Orthodox Jewish woman slammed for wearing slutty wigs. Huh. What is this all about? What is this? It don't look like a slutty wig to me. It looks rather nice, actually. People always say the longer it is, the sluttier it is, said Esther Adina Sash, a 30-year-old mother of two from Flatbush. Specifically, she's referring to the she what the seedles or wigs that she and other married Orthodox women wear. Okay, I don't. It doesn't look like a slutty wig to me. It looks nice. Okay, I'm not gonna. Of course, 
Um, it's a New York Post story. I'm not going to bother reading this, okay? I'm not doing it. Ain't going to do it, no. Ain't going to do it, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Parents harvest dead son's sperm to create designer grandson. Okay, I had to... I wasn't sure I was reading that. I didn't want to believe my eyes, so I read it slowly. Speaking of eyes, this weekend I got my finally got my glasses, my frames replaced because I like my designer frames that I had, but they were broken. To make a long story short, I was in a certain establishment and my face was slammed into a certain thing and it caused my glasses to break. Okay, that's the nicest way I could say it. that's the end of that. Okay, heartbroken parents harvest dead son sperm to create designer grandson in British first. The wealthy pair took the extraordinary step after their 26-year-old was killed in a motorcycle crash. Oh, come on, where's the rest of the story? It's just blanket. Come on, this is one of these things that said you have to subscribe to read the full story come on give it to me i guess it's not well it's not allowing me to see the rest of it okay well, fine whatever i'm done with it anyway it's a mirror story so anyway tabloid so i don't care let's get rid of that and let's see what else is there oh da, 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 da. we already read about serena williams blowing up I don't think her calling him a thief is anything to find her for. And it's her racket. She could break it if she wants. So, uh, showdown test limits of the Dorte's authoritarianism power. Let's see. Let's see. The Wall Street. Okay, it's the Wall Street Journal. I can't mess with the Wall Street Journals anymore. Cause they won't allow me to read full stories if I don't subscribe. Okay, let's see here. Uh, study one in four college students diagnosed with mental health condition. I am not surprised by that at all. Not surprised by that in the least. The common trait no longer determined public opinion. Okay, I read about this already, about Trump's record, Trump and the media spin, as well as it should. Media spin is, is a bunch of bukkake. Let's see here. A video of Cortez, them candidates dance their care away. Nixon shakes chest as women cheer. Okay, I, don't, I have zero interest in that. Let's see. Oh, great. Well, we knew this was coming. Next is going to be Google. So anyway, Apple bans Alex Jones app for objectionable contact. We knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. You know, we definitely knew that that was coming. 
So, Apple Inc. said Friday that it had banned from its App Store the InfoWars app belonging to the popular U.S. conspiracy theorist Alex Jones after finding that it had violated the company's rules against objectionable content. The move makes Apple the latest tech company or social media platform to take action against Jones, a deeply controversial right-wing radio talk show host who has suggested that... Okay. Apple said the guidelines Jones violated bar defamatory, discriminatory, or mean-spirited content, including references or commentary about religion, race, sexual orientation, gender, national, ethnic, origin, blah, blah, blah. They're going to probably take mine down next if they listen to all my stuff. But I haven't really done any of that. But I, if they don't like you, they'll find a way to get you out. Um, next, Google is going gonna, is gonna to pull it next. Representative for Jones could not immediately be reached for a comment by Routers on Friday evening. On Thursday, Twitter Inc. permanently banned Jones and his website from its platform and Periscope, saying in a tweet that the accounts had violated its behavior policies. In a video posted on InfoWars website Thursday, Jones said in response, I was taken down not because we lied, but because we told the truth and because we were popular. Last month, Twitter banned Jones in InfoWars for seven days. Bah, bah, bah. Apple said at the time that the InfoWars app remained in its store because it had not been found in violation of any content policies, although it had removed access to some podcasts by Jones. The podcast differs from the InfoWars app by allowing access to an extensive list of previous episodes, subjecting all of those past episodes to Apple content rules. The InfoWars app contains only rebroadcasts of the current day's episode, subjecting a much smaller set of content to the rules. Apple said it regularly monitors all apps for content violations. Here we go. Let's see what's Google doing now. Google Parent Alphabet Inc., Facebook Inc., and Spotify Technology SA have also removed content produced by Jones. Yep. It's a, it's a, it's an effort to Silence the opposition is what it sounds like to me. That's, that's what it sounds like to me. So uh, I don't know what else to say on that. I I did a segment on Jones already, so I'm not going to repeat myself here. Boris Johnson's may wrapping suicide vest around Britain with Brexit plan, crackdown. I read about this already. Crackdown is about Jones. 
Alex Jones. GOP turns its, its fire on Google. President Trump's fight against Google is making its way down Pennsylvania Avenue to Congress. Republican lawmakers are ramping up their scrutiny of the tech giant after Trump accused Google of political bias and questioned whether regulators should take a closer look at its market powers. Google added fuel to the fire on Wednesday by skipping a Senate Intelligence Committee hearing on foreign intelligence operations. The committee sought top executive from each company to testify and successfully secured commitments from Facebook and where else? From Twitter. Google offered to send Kent Walker, its vice president. The move infuriated infuriated lawmakers who took turns blasting Google during the hearing, which included an empty chair. Burr said that he was disappointed that Google decided against sending the right senior level executive to the hearing. The anger was was, uh, bipartisan. Senator Mark Warner, VA, the top Democrat on the Intelligence Committee piled on in his opening remarks. I'm deeply disappointed that Google, one of the most influential digital platforms in the world, chose not to send its own top corporate leadership to engage this committee, Warner said. Lawmakers used the incident to bring attention to their own issues with Google. Senator Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, speculated that Google didn't attend either because they're arrogant or because they didn't want to answer hard questions about their business dealings with China and issue he has hammered uh, down, hammered the company over. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican Arkansas also slammed Google for ending programs with the Pentagon while keeping ties with with Chinese Chinese telecommunication company that U.S. intelligence agencies have raised security concerns about. Perhaps Google didn't send a senior executive today because they've recently taken actions such as terminating cooperation they had with the American military, Cotton said. Programs like artificial intelligence, which are designed not just to protect our troops and to help them fight and win our country's wars, but to protect civilians as well. Perhaps they didn't send a witness to answer these questions because there is no answer to these questions, he added. Tech experts said Google can expect more trouble ahead and worry the company missed an important chance to publicly defend their practices. Google is going to see long-term pain because of this, said Kristen Hurtenstein, 
vice president of the right-leaning political strategy group, the the Finers. Google avoiding the committee is only going to raise suspicion on how they operate in China. So uh, there's a lot. There's a lot more going on here. It's a. It's really. It's really. I mean, I keep saying you gotta break these companies up. It's time to send in send in the antitrust and break them off as well as Facebook and all these other ones because look at what they're doing as far as uh, as as um getting rid of Alex Jones for no other reason than to silence him because. He's he's very popular in uh, in the uh, podcast. He was the one of the most popular, if not the most popular. And because he's he's right wing, they wanted to get rid of him, so they found anything to get rid of him. So so well, I don't know. Will will I hope that they that they go after them hard? I really do. Because it's not right. Because there's so many other left-wing groups that's doing or saying way worse things and nothing's happening to them. Nothing at all. So how is that right? They get to get away with it. They really do it. It's wrong. It's wrong. Critics rave over Halloween. I didn't even know that came out yet. It's not even October. So in September. Let's see here. I can't remember when, which, how many Halloween shows, I've, how many Halloween movies I've seen. But um, I guess midnight is always the right time to freak out festival audiences. Late Saturday night, Halloween screened its epic bloody finale at Toronto International Film Festival an event that also welcomed its star, Jamie Lee Curtis, to the stage 40 years after her original film hit theaters. Okay, yeah, I don't feel feel like reading about Halloween, but all you have to know is the critics liked it. So take that as you will. What is, oh, they say it was vicious. All right. Now let's get my attention. Now let's get back to Halloween here. We just saw the new Halloween, and it is vicious and relentless. 40 years after the events of the original Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis finally is able to confront her demon singular as David Gordon Green. Resur- Come on, get this out of my face resurrects the shape known as Michael Myers for a vicious, relentless, and satisfying... I don't know if I want to read this. This might have spoilers. I'd rather not read anymore. I don't want spoilers because I want to go see it now. I definitely want to go see it now. So, new season. Miami Dolphins players kneel doing national anthem. What else is new? I thought they were supposed to stay backstage. That's not happening. Let's see. Dolphins. Kenny Stills 
Albert Wilson, first NFL players in week one to kneel doing anthem. NFL players protests weren't widespread in Sunday's first games, but the demonstrations had not died out in week one. Miami Dolphins wide receivers Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson became the first players of 2018 regular season to kneel in protest during the national anthem when they did so before Sunday's contest against the Tennessee Titans. Dolphin defensive and Robert Quinn also raised a fist doing the song. So did San Francisco 49ers wide receiver more whatever. I don't care. I'm not I don't care. I don't even watch football anymore, honestly. So uh, I'm not gonna read any more about that. Let's see. Merkel confronts defining moments as global order. Uh, what is, I don't care about this witch. German Jewish group condemns strongly rooted extremism. Let's see. Uh, da, da. What is this? This is in Berlin. An attack of a kosher restaurant by masked neo-Nazis on the sidelines of an anti anti where am I anti-migrant protest in eastern Germany city shows there's a deep problem with right-wing extremism in the regime region. How about our, how about our, 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 our um, uh, we call it our immigrant problem, illegal immigrant problem? You, you guys have your priorities mixed up, Yahoo News. So, uh, I need some water, my throat is dry, so I will be right back. Not the only moral code she lacks. Her speech. 
Welcome back, welcome back, Political Bomb Show, Ray Sean Blyden, politicalbombshow.cf. So, uh, this Kaepernick thing is just, just a stupid PR move as far as Nike goes. I mean, Nike, well, let me uh, play a clip just to... Uh, a clip from, let's see if I can find this clip. Hang on a second here. Let me just find the right sound bite here that I'm looking for. I'll tell you in two seconds. Ba ba ba. A clip from Whitlock on Kaepernick and Nike. He says basically it's a PR ploy. 
and it will backfire. And I agree with him. And I want you to listen to to why he says it's a PR ploy. It's very important that you listen to what he said because of Nike's past and the things that they've done as far as child slavery, labor, and so forth. So let's have a listen. I think that Nike has issues, PR issues. They've been sued for discrimination by both black people and women. They fired a bunch of executives recently. And long before any of that, Nike's had a problem with slave labor, uh, slave labor in Asia. And the people that actually make their shoes, uh, Nike has no problem with their oppression. And so I, I think that Colin Kaepernick aligning with him is a marketing PR ploy by uh, Nike to cover up their larger, bigger problems and to, to feed the left-wing media. So, oh, look, we're friends of Kaepernick. So overlook these years of criticism about the slave labor that makes our shoes and the exploitation that we're perfectly fine with. And then, Tucker, I'll go even a step further. When you look at uh, President Trump's Make America First policies and how they're impacting corporations like a Nike and the, the business they do overseas, go have their uh, materials made in another country for less money and then bring them back into our country without being taxed or punished for that, I, I just think Nike is playing politics here on a number of different levels. And it's a PR stunt that I think is going to blow up and backfire in their face. No different. This reminds me of ESPN uh, naming Caitlyn Jenner the most courageous person in America uh, because she, she had a sex change operation. Uh, I, I think this is cut from that same cloth and how that, doing that, a labeled ESPN is PC and out of touch with middle America. I think this play here with Colin Kaepernick is going to backfire on Nike. So I absolutely agree with with Whitlock there. He's absolutely right on that. And um, now that Nike has pissed me off, actually, I think I'm going, that's what I'm going to talk about after I talk about the news. It's going to be talking about Nike's murky past. So. Get ready for it. It's coming. I don't like this one bit. All right, you wanna you wanna put some thug that's not even worth a stamp, a food stamp bill on for your front man, then fine. Just do it because you're gonna be so sorry, Nike. Okay, let's uh Move along. Let's see what we have here. Republicans ramping up scrutiny of Google as well as they should. Wild Wild West of Internet laws. Let's see what this is all about. Wild Wild West. Oh, I guess I can't see what it's all about. It's the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Let's see what else we got here. YouTube pulls ad by Putin 
critic Nalvani. What's this all about? What is this all about? Russian police arrest hundreds protesting against Putin pension plan. Police detained more than 800 people across Russia doing protests against government plans to raise the national retirement age that have resulted in President Vladimir Putin's approval ratings slumping to a four-year low. Thousands of protesters took to the streets on Sunday in dozens of towns and cities across Alexei Nalvani. The Kremlin critic called for nationwide rallies against the pension reforms. Navalny, Navalny was jailed for 30 days on 25 August on a separate protest-related charge in a move that he said was aimed at preventing him from leading the rallies on Sunday. In Moscow, where protesters gathered on the city's iconic Pushkin Square, about 2,500 people ignored police warnings to disperse. They chanted, Putin is a thief, Putin is a thief, Putin is a, Putin is a, Putin is a thief, sing it, Putin is a thief, Putin is a thief. Putin, I don't have a Russian accent, so I can't do Russian, Putin is, I don't know how to do it. And Putin is a thief, and no increase in the pension age. Although the demonstration was largely peaceful, violence erupted when some protesters tried to march towards Parliament, where they were beaten back by police. Call the police for me. Tell them, he said, beat them with the button, beat them with the button, pow, pow, beat them with... Okay, a little bit too much sugar there, Mr. Blyden. Mr. Bleeding. Mr. Blyden, Blyden, Bleeding, Bleeding, Blyden. The protest came as Moscow held mayoral elections that the Kremlin-backed incumbent Sergei Sobinin was expected to win easily. Critics accuse officials of bearing genuine opposition candidates. Russians also went to the polls in regional elections. Authorities did not give permission for the... V- okay, where did we get to the part where about YouTube? Because that's the story I clicked on. It's like so winded, blah, blah, blah. Give me the part about the YouTube that I clicked here for. Where the hell is it? Was this one of these things that they call clickbait? They made me click it, and there was nothing to do with what it said. Ah, that makes me so angry. Oh, whatever. It was a good story anyway. Let's see. What else do we have here? Twitter suspends Benghazi hero after criticism of Obama. 
I have a criticism for Obama. He sucked. All right, there you go. I said it. Oh, da, 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 da. Moonveens out. Moonveens out. O-U-T. That's about out, out, out. I said now, out, out, out. CBS, you're out, out, out. CBS is close to a settlement that will cut ties with Moonveens and end the fight with national amusements. Sources? So I guess that um, CBS board of directors is near completion of a boat's a settlement that would end its litigation with its controlling shareholder national amusements and servers sever ties with the longtime CEO Leslie Moonveens, according to the popular the people familiar with the situation. The talks the talks are described as fluid, but parties hope to complete a settlement prior to the start of the trading on Monday morning. Okay. It's, look at his face. He looks so sad. He looks so pathetic. Really. Six more women, apparently six more women accused Moonveen. So that might have something to do with his outing. Hurricane Florence expected to rapidly intensify serious rainfall threat for East Coast. No wonder it's raining today. This is the reason for the rain. I should have played my... Rainy Monday song. I still have time. Still doing the show here. Computer models. What about the computer models? Hurricane Florence again. It's talking about Hurricane Florence. Hurricane Florence is in the house. In the Kihau, Kihau, Kihau's. I don't know why it's so... I know why I'm so upbeat because I usually don't have Mondays off. I have it to myself. So give me a break, okay? Give me a break. I never get Mondays off. It's uh it's uh well needed. It was well earned. I really did earn it. So um don't blame me for being a little bit upbeat. I work my butt off, you heard. This is for the hurricane, Hurricane Florence. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever seems to fit. Hanging around, nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Usually would get me down, but I can stay indoors and do things. All right, so NFL won't implement new national anthem policies. Of course they won't. I'm not going to even bother reading the story. I don't watch the NFL anymore. I don't care for the NFL anymore. 
If they're big pussies, plain and simple. They they let the the players, these steroid muscle heads, run the asylum. Like that said, the insane the insane is running the asylum. Basically, is what's going on there. That's it. That's what's happening. In Venice, you have Curon wins Golden Lion for Roma. Masterpiece, masterpiece. So that's Roma. I don't know what that movie is. I don't, I don't know if it came to America. Or not. I don't know. Complete list of what is this? Or the complete list of the... I don't care. I'm not into it. I don't care. Now, here is something that I definitely agree with. This rain is really bad. Okay, so top scientists, and I agree with this, AI greater threat than terrorism. I actually agree with this. As silly as it sounds, I absolutely 150% agree with that. I really do. And don't give me any ads of, of guys kneeling and trying to sell me a T-shirt. You're, you're really selling to the wrong audience. F you. Head of British Science Association, AI greater concern than terrorism. AI is a bigger concern than terrorism or climate. Well, climate change, is there's nothing there. So I agree, disagree with that part of the story. According to a new head of the British Science Association, until maybe a couple of years ago, I had been asked what is the most pressing an important conversation we should be having about our future. I might have said climate change. You might have been a fool. Or one of the other big challenges facing humanity, such as terrorism. Uh, the threat of pandemics or world poverty. But today, I am certainly... I am certain the most important conversation we should be having is about the future of AI. I agree with that. It is ridiculous. I'm looking at a photo of this the, this AI. I forget her name. The one that Saudi Arabia made made a citizens. What the heck was her name? Anyway, it's just crazy. It's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, just like in the movies. And it's not good, not a good thing. But uh, it's uh, it will dominate what happens with all of these other issues, for better or for worse. If Russian cyber hackers were able to meddle with, well, they didn't meddle, I'm not going to read that part of it. Then what is stopping cyber terrorists from hacking into future AI-controlled power grids, transport? Systems, bank of military installations, he continued. Our government has a responsibility to protect society from potential threats and risks. I don't know why. I'm, what am I doing? I'm in the studio rapping. What am I doing here? Oh, boy. On Twitter, Al-Khalili added... 
that although people had suggested he was worried about AI, he was not. So, who do you believe? What do you believe? Who do you love? Oh, no, no, no. Brains can be radicalized for mass murder. Now, here's a, this is an interesting, uh, interesting topic here. But it's coming from the sun, so. Killer robot, come on, continue, continue and accept all, blah, blah, blah. The killer robot terror. UK and US warn AI brains can be radicalized for mass murder. I agree. It's like a Terminator. It's not a joke anymore. It's not a joke. The Terminator was a movie, and it was all, even when I watched the movie the first time, it was a sad thing to see these robots but uh, take over like this. But it's it's coming to be a reality. It's going to be a reality. So... I am not happy about AI intelligence. I don't want them to get smarter. I don't because bad things are going to happen. I just know that bad things are going to happen. There's no question in my mind that bad things are going to happen. Okay, so when I come back, I'm going to do my, do my, um, I'm going to read you some stuff about Nike's past as far as the, um, how they treated the workers in Asia, I think that now that the spotlight is on Nike, that now I'm going to just do it. Kiss my winds goodbye They're stripping them tomorrow It's as if they always knew But I won't admit What I did was wrong What I did was wrong Look, my stats are high Yet still they all seem hollow Coupled with an asterisk too And I do regret What I did was wrong What I did was wrong Good night, career abandonado. Money do what money 
I did was wrong. I did nothing wrong. Look at Ryan Braun. Suspension was withdrawn. Yet we're still a Welcome back, Political Bomb Show. So we're going to be talking about about sweatshops that Nike Nike used in the past, even as far back as in the 1970s. But let's read something that's a little bit more recent. That was in 2015, this story here. The Ted Case Study. And then this was... Uh, Nike shoes and child labor in Pakistan. Identification. The issue. Nike has been accused of using child labor in the production of its soccer balls in Pakistan. This case study will examine the claims and describe the industry and its impact on laborers and their working conditions. While Pakistan has laws against child labor and slavery, the government has taken very little action to combat it. Only a boycott by the United States and other nations will have any impact on slavery and child-based industries. Furthermore, the U.S. Constitution states that child labor is illegal and inhumane practice, and any U.S. company found guilty practicing and encouraging it will be prosecuted. GATT and WTO prohibits member nations like the United States from discriminating against the importation of goods made by children. Are dolphins becoming more important than children? A question making WTO to reconsider the children's appeal of a third world. Description. Brief about the tradition of child labor in Pakistan. Pakistan has a per capita income of 1900 per year, meaning that a typical person 
survives barely on $5 a day, and that's not all. Pakistan has traditionally has traditional cultures where earning of one person goes on feeding 10 months, and with the high rate of inflation, it becomes difficult for a low-income population to survive. Child labor is spread all over Pakistan, but has the greatest impact in the northwest of Punjabi province. So, uh, child labor exists in Silkot, both in the export sector and domestic sector. So, that's a little bit of what's going on in Pakistan. Now, a little bit further back in history, the company allegations are as follows. Nike has been accused of using sweatshops since the early 1970s when it produced goods in South Korea, the People's Republic of China, and Taiwan. As these countries' economies developed, workers became more productive, wages rose, and many moved on to higher-paying jobs. Nike found cheaper labor in the People's Republic of China and Vietnam, which prohibited labor unions. It prohibited labor unions. When workers demanded additional rights and benefits in these countries, the Nike factories closed and moved to a different location that would enable them to continue operating at a low cost. You see, they didn't care about the child labor. They encouraged it. And when it was put a, a stop to it, they went elsewhere where they could get away with more child labor. So it's no wonder that they support a thug like Kaepernick. But I digress. Throughout the 1990s, Nike was criticized for selling goods produced in sweatshops. They originally denied the claims against them. However, in 2001, Nike director Todd McKean stated in an interview that the initial attitude was, hey, we don't own the factories. We don't control what goes on there. Quite frankly, that was a sort of irresponsible way to approach this. We had people there every day looking at quality. Clearly, we had leverage and responsibility with certain parts of the business. So why not others? In 2005, protesters at over 40 universities demanded that their institutions endorse companies who use sweat-free labor. Many anti-sweatshop groups were student-led, such as the United United Students Against Sweatshops at Brow University. Nike went so far as to pull out from a contract with the women's ice hockey team because of efforts by the student activists group. Good. 
Team Sweat is one of the largest groups that specifically tracks and protects against Nike. So this has been going on for quite some time with Nike. And it's no surprise that they hire a thug like this. It really isn't any surprise. So I just wanted to to get that out there just in case you didn't know what was going on with Nike. And I didn't know. If I had known, I really wouldn't have even supported them in the past. I didn't really know it was like that. So, um, like I said, I do need a new pair of sneakers, and Nike and New Balance are not on the list. And also Adidas and Pumas are not on the list because they considered or were reaching out to Kaepernick, as you heard earlier, from Whitlock. So, was it Whitlock we heard that from? I heard it somewhere. I don't remember exactly. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it was, it was that. I just didn't play that part. Tucker Carlson said it, that uh, before you beat up on Nike, Puma and Adidas also reached out to try to get Kaepernick. So, yeah, I'm not buying any of them. No, no Nikes, no Pumas, no Adidas, no New Balance for me. So, how do you feel about it? Do you even care that uh, Nike is using sweatshops and child labor? Do you care about the Kaepernick thing? I'd like to know. Let me know. 323-835-1123, politicalbombshow.cf. So I don't really have much more to say on the subject. That was pretty much it. I just wanted to get it out there that they, they're not a squeaky clean company. So I don't like what they're doing, and I'm not going to support them. I don't think I have anything left of Nikes that I could burn and put on YouTube. A lot of people have been burning merchandise and putting it on, on YouTube. A lot of people are upset, so they had to have known that they were upset, so that means they don't care about you. So I hope that you, you don't buy any more Nike products. They don't care about you. They said they knew it had to have upset some of us, and they pretty much said, screw you. Be upset. I don't care. They're counting on on, on people who support this idiot. They don't understand that, that this is a guy. He's anti-cop. Not every cop goes out there and shoots black. It's not every cop that does that. There's some bad apples in the bunch, but there's not all of them. This is a guy that wears, um, what do you call it? Socks that had pigs dressed in a cop uniform. This is the this is the type of thug he got, and his girlfriend who's who wrote uh, racial tweets. So this is who they're supporting. Someone like that. Way to go, Nike. Way to go. Way to freaking go. That's all I have to say. I'm just too upset about this. I don't want to talk anymore. And I will see you next time. Hopefully Tuesday.
Baby, come on, baby, come on, so come on, people.